Welcome to the Song and a Friend podcast. I'm Tom. First, the song. Hold your iPod to my heart. Tell her what you want to hear Maybe it will respond sympathetically All the circuits in your brain They have songs All the circuits in the iPod They have feelings Maybe they'll line up Hold your iPod to my heart Turn the click wheel slow Make me understand what you want to say to me All the circuits in your brain They have songs All the circuits in the iPod They have feelings Maybe they'll line up to my heart Tell her what you want to hear Maybe it'll do something without speaking All the circuits in your brain Coursing with song All the circuits in the iPod They have feelings Maybe they'll line up I've given you consent. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's important. It's like that. <laughs> it it's like that New Order song. It's got to be yeah. Age of Consent. Well, I'd like to welcome Dan Hawthorne, currently residing in Rensselaer, Indiana, where he is an educator and a fine musician and an organizer of a songwriters collective called the New Old Distillery. Uh, which is a really, really great group of guys and gals who write cool songs. I'm, I'm happy to have been a part of it, being a part of it. I'm a little behind on my assignments, but maybe I can ask for an extension. <laughs> yes. I, Dan and I crossed paths through some mutual musical friends. I'd say maybe going on about a dozen years now at one of those jam nights in the old loft. And we're going to be uh, just dialoguing about some tracks. Dan, you said you had a chance to review them. Today, what are some of your thoughts and impressions? We'll maybe start with the iPod one. Okay, well, yeah, like I said earlier, Tom, you fascinate me. Um, And I think it's tied to what I love about this song. Um, Like, your music in general to me is like, uh, it's like an indie film 
Okay. Like it has the, like in the sense that, like when I watch a Hollywood movie, I'm I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen. Okay. Oh, and I see. With your writing, use there's always surprises okay. in, in ways that I I find charming and delightful. Oh, thanks. Wow, that's yeah. that's touching. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know this, uh, or maybe you don't, but now you do. All right. So this song initial request. I, I took some I took some notes. Good. Uh, your writing I, in this song and uh, like one connection with Streets of Chicago, and I think across a lot of what you do, it, it's like there's always that element of like it, it feels confessional a little bit. Ah, okay. But also like when I heard this song, it felt it made it reminded me of what I felt like. Certainly not what I wrote like, but what I felt like when I was a much younger man. I mean, mm-hmm. there's that element of innocence uh mm-hmm. almost and then okay i had a moment where i was thinking this could be a song about two humans or it could be an at like it's this i actually wrote down is this a biotech romance concept song where yes. like you're having a relationship with the technology itself which i really appreciate also oh wow I don't know. Um, it's a little I, of all the above. It's a yeah. little bit of all the above. You know, when I was coming up with the song, I was, I, I, I take great delight in making people's eyebrows raise or do a double take when, when I, when I'm playing songs, um, blame it on, um, my love of like novelty records when I was a kid of uh, Weird Al, Dr. Demento, that kind of stuff, you yes. know, and yeah, I um, hear all of that. <laughs> just thought that was really, really, really great. I didn't have a whole lot going for me when I was a kid, like in terms of like cool factor or physique or economic status. So I tried to make up for it by quirkiness. You know, and um, I've never quite been able to deprogram myself from that. Even when I thought I was moving into a serious songwriting phase, which is when we hit the era from whence uh, iPod comes. And at that point, there's a lot of all sorts of interesting things going on in the world around me, too. Like it was the, the touchscreen technology was beginning to become pervasive. It hadn't quite become as technocratic as it is now, but I could see it coming. And I just sort of thought this is ripe for songwriting and you can do it wrong or you can, or you can figure out how to get there. But I've, I have a little uh, creative principle. I hope I'm not sounding too pretentious as I go on here. No, no, uh, I'm maybe my, my French press coffee thing is a little pretentious. Is, yes. Yeah. But, um, you know, songwriting, this is, this is going to sound pretentious. So songwriting is like, it's like a river <laughs> that flows to the sea. <laughs> you know, you can't, you know, unless if you jump off the bridge into the deep end first, you're, you're, you're going to get, you're going to shock yourself and drown. But if you start waiting at the end, you can probably go in the shallow water and then you can, the water starts getting deeper and you navigate and you acclimatize and you can probably swim to the other side. And so this whole sort of paradigm shift in the world 
around me and sort of paradigm shift in my internal world. I'm moving into my early 30s. Technology is changing. The world is changing. So I thought, I'll just write a fun little ditty about this thing that I'm always carrying around and um, make it an object of intimacy. (laughs) And so my, my, my... there was this thing going around on uh, either Facebook or MySpace at the time, whichever one it was, because it was it's that long ago. It was like uh, put your iPod on shuffle and post the share the first ten songs that come up. And isn't it crazy how it's those are the songs that that you wanted to hear? And yeah. I was fascinated by this little thing that people would share. It's as simple as that. But then, how do I spice it up? How do I get people's attention? Well by putting in something impossible into it. And I've always been fascinated. You, you're, you're a teacher. Um, so you can appreciate uh, retention ever since I was a senior in high school. I've been fascinated uh, from AP physics, the concept of sympathetic vibration, where like if, if one object is vibrating at this frequency, something of a lesser mass will vibrate at the same frequency within proximity of it. You yeah, know? and so I thought, well, if, the, if my brain has brain waves, if the iPod has electronic brain waves, and maybe somehow I can control it uh, telepathically. But I've I've used up a lot of airtime here. Uh, if, I didn't know I, if there was anything you wanted to say about any of that. I love that first of all, and anytime you can like justify concept with high school physics, I think that <laughs> you're like, um, I think that's winning. The the idea that a collection of songs can explain all you know like we become so invested in these songs and if you like take 20 songs uh and you i mean this is why mixtapes were you know Mm -hmm. so so important because you could convey so much of who you were so much of your identity is connected to that playlist and so that's what i love about because yeah give me somebody's ipod and i can i've got a pretty good sense of who they are too yeah that's that's ipod to your heart um, I, I, I could talk to you all day, Tom, about yeah. music. Like oh, I said, you. like, I think you're a really interesting cat. And, um, like I, there are a lot of questions I didn't even ask you right now, but we should, um, find a time when I could. Okay. Lightning round. Just give me one and I'll give you a, a 10 second answer tops. Okay. Um, you seem to have a real punk element sometimes like a punk attitude a, a little bit. And okay. so, um, do you That's have right. a favorite, do you have a favorite, punk band and if i had to guess it would be uh something like the ramones are always a little bit cartoonish or willing to go uh you know like not novelty but like pet cemetery end of it Mm -hmm. um who's your favorite punk band my favorite punk band is a band called lsu or lifesavers underground question number two yeah which is more important melody uh, uh or rhythm rhythm okay Question number three, does money ruin art? No. Okay. I have no time to justify any of this. Uh, question number four, who is your favorite uh, instrumentalist? If you have to listen to like an instrumental album, who's making oh, it? Oh, oh, um, Bill Frizzell. Yes, that's the right answer. Tom, you've won our prize. Thank you. <laughs> Can I get your voice on my home answering machine? That's right. That's right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Dan. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll be happy to know that Dan and I continued to talk 
and he also had many thoughts to share about my song Streets of Chicago, which I also have an episode featuring Todd Bashong. Streets of Chicago shows up a lot in this podcast, and I hope you will check out the second part of my conversation with Dan in a future episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>